The Stressed Out Caregiver Podcast, Episode 76. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Stressed Out Caregiver Podcast, the show dedicated to providing tips and strategies to everyone caring for an elderly loved one. My name is Casey Price, and this podcast exists to help make your job, the job of caring for your elderly loved one, a whole lot less stressful. Today, we're going to talk about what happens if someone exhausts all of their money paying for home care. The first question in this situation is, did they really exhaust all of their money? Do they have home equity they could use or a cash value in insurance policies or other assets somewhere that could be liquidated, turned into cash and allow them to pay for further care in the home? In many situations, people who think they've spent all of their money are surprised to learn that there are still resources available to help them pay for long-term care in the home. However, if someone has exhausted all of their money paying for care, they've used a reverse mortgage and, and taken all the equity out, out of the house, they've, they've checked for insurance policies or other assets and all of the money is gone, then there are a couple of possible options. In some states, there are Medicaid benefits available to pay for care in the home. You need to see if that benefit's available in the state where your elderly loved one lives. And if so, that could be a solution or at least a partial solution to this issue. Unfortunately, though, in many situations, Medicaid doesn't pay enough for your loved one to stay at home in their own home and pay the costs of carrying the home and also the need or the care needed to stay in the home. You should check, though, to confirm what Medicaid home care benefits are available in your loved one's state, if any, because not every state provides it. In those states that do, not everyone will pay for all of the care and the costs of living that your elderly loved one has or needs. So that could mean if they're, if they're eligible for Medicaid, it could be the time where they would move in with a child or, or a loved one who can bring them in so they don't have the costs of paying for the home to carry the cost of the home. But Medicaid would then go a long way to paying for the care they need in order to stay there. So while it wouldn't be their home, it would be an option other than having to move into a long-term care community. But if that isn't an option, if there is no Medicaid available, if Medicaid doesn't pay enough, if there's nowhere else for them to go that would be outside of a long-term care community, then that's probably what will end up happening. They will need to move in to a long-term care community like assisted living or a nursing home. The issue here is that most assisted living communities don't want people moving right in on Medicaid. They want people moving in who can pay privately for care for a period of time before they will accept that person on Medicaid. That's not every facility, every assisted living facility, but there are a lot or maybe the majority that behave that way. So it will be possible 
in all likelihood, that you'll be able to find an assisted living community that would allow your loved one to move in without any private pay dollars, somebody who needs Medicaid benefits immediately. And of course, that's in those states that have a a Medicaid-assisted living benefit, and not all do. So you need to make sure your state does. But in those states that do, it may be possible to find an assisted living community that would accept your loved one in their community as a Medicaid beneficiary. If that isn't possible, if you can't find that, then you might need a nursing home. Sometimes if people have a a level of care that, that rises to the level that Medicaid will pay for nursing home care, if they've spent all of their money and there is no other option available, then a nursing home might be necessary. In many situations, it's unavoidable. If someone doesn't have funds and needs Medicaid and some level of long-term care. So that could present itself. And if it does, you need to make the best of it, regardless of the intention of your aging parent or other or elderly loved one or even other family members. There may be objections all over the place that you as the caregiver, the person caring for your aging parent or elderly loved one, the person managing the care plan that's in place, you might have to deal with these objections. And you're going to have to because if nobody's going to step up and pay for your loved one's care, if no one's going to take them in, there really is no other choice in many situations. So even though people don't like what has to be done in some situations, a nursing home is both required and unavoidable. Now, it's not. this is not necessarily the answer you were hoping to hear. You wanted me to tell you that there was some magic solution that could allow your loved one to stay home to achieve the goal of remaining in his or her home for the rest of, of their life. But really, if the dollars aren't there, if the benefits aren't there to, to allow that to happen, then it often isn't a, an option. So while it's not the answer you were hoping to hear, sometimes my job in in this podcast and this website and sharing this information isn't to tell you what you want to hear because I may not be able to, but it's to tell you what you have to hear. It's to empower you as you deal with a difficult situation like this, knowing that people don't want to go into a nursing home if possible. It's to empower you that as this difficult decision needs to be made, as as you have to help your loved one make this transition, you understand that you're doing the right thing, that you are doing what needs to be done. There is no need for guilt and you should be confident in the decision you're making if you've explored other options and there are none. So, It is very possible to make this scenario, moving into a nursing home, pleasant and provide your elderly loved one with a very high quality of life. Just because they're moving into a nursing home doesn't mean they're being, you know, put aside and forgotten about. It is possible to give them the highest possible quality of life in this new environment. And that would be the goal. And we'll talk more about that in future episodes. But right now, I want you to, to again, be empowered. If the goal changes, if, if needs are such that the dollars can't afford to continue paying for care in the environment your loved one wants to remain in, like, for instance, in this case, staying home, and you have to make a change, and that change might ultimately be a nursing home, I want you to be confident in that, in that decision when the time comes that it has to be done. You're doing the right thing. 
I hope you found this helpful. I really appreciate you listening today. I think these episodes where we talk about the emotional part of what needs to be done and how you're doing the right thing by when your hand is forced, do, giving your loved one the best possible care in that situation. I think these episodes are so important. Keep on the lookout for more of them. We'll talk about issues like this a lot going forward. Remember to let your friends know about the podcast and send any questions or comments you might have to me, Casey Price at the Stressed Out Caregiver. Once again, and as always, this show is based in New Jersey law, and the laws in your state or the state where your loved one lives might be different. The content of this show is not intended to be legal advice, but rather information so you can find the help you and your elderly loved one need to provide each of you with the highest possible quality of life and the least amount of stress. Once again, my name is Casey Price. I am the host of the the Stressed Out Caregiver podcast. I run the stressedoutcaregiver.com, the website that provides tips and strategies to everyone caring for an elderly loved one in order to provide our elderly loved ones and aging parents with the highest possible quality of life. Until I have the privilege of talking to you again, I wish you nothing but the best.